Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A note to our listeners, we recorded this episode before Super Typhoon Rolly and Typhoon Ulysses. We hope you and your loved ones are safe. So when we're talking about public opinion, it is safe to say that whatever is the national opinion, it more or less will reflect the opinion of the masa. Hello, this is Give a Hoot. I'm Oya. I'm Joza. And I'm Mika. We are Wise Owl. Wise Owl is a consultancy firm that specializes in communication for social change. In the last episode, kinumusta natin ang masa sa panahon ng COVID-19. We confirmed what we already know. Their main concerns are hunger and a source of livelihood, and they see an uncertain future ahead. Pero bakit nga ba natin kailangang pag-usapan ng masa when we talk about communication for social change? Again, we have with us two experts, one on quantitative research and the other on qualitative research. The first is Leo Larosa, the Director of Communication and Information Technology for the Social Weather Stations, or SWS. The second is Wati Doktor, the President of Thinkscape Research. So Wati, sino nga ba ang masa? CD. So, socioeconomic class C, which is the middle class, and then D and E. Do you know what percentage of the population is C to D? Around 60% yung C to D combined. Pero wati, di ba meron pang class E? Kasama rin ba yun sa masa? Kasama sila. They, they're 31% or 30% ng total Philippines. That's over 90%. And here's Leo's definition of the masa. The masses we call them the Class D. They comprise up to 75% of the total sample that we get. We do not establish quota in interviewing. We just uh, discover them on field, and it is consistent that we get 75% Class D. The uh, richest group would be the combined A, B, and C, and that would comprise only about 5 to 8%. And then the rest would be the poorest of the poor, the Class E. So when we're talking about public opinion survey results on a nationwide basis, it is safe to say that whatever is the national opinion, it more or less will reflect the opinion of the masa. And how does SWS classify economic classes? The quality of the house, how well-maintained the house, the quality of their neighborhood. There's also the urban or rural uh, factor to consider. If you have a big house but you are in a rural setting, for example, maybe you're not, uh, you're not a masa, maybe you are a class C, for example. And of course, we have the government's definition. They use uh, a combination of income, a combination of the kind of food that the household consume. To recap, the masa comprises 75 to 90% of the population. Therefore, when you talk about getting the pulse of the Filipino people, it's the pulse of the masa. That's why we need to talk about the masa if we want to properly do communication for social change. But back to defining the masa, 
Now that SWS can't safely conduct surveys face-to-face, they redesigned their methodology so they'd be able to do interviews through phone calls. We were faced with a dilemma about how can we disaggregate the respondents according to socioeconomic status or socioeconomic class. So what we did was uh, we looked for a substitute variable or a proxy variable that can give us an idea about the uh, current situation of the household in terms of socioeconomic class. So we looked at our latest data from the December 2019 survey. That's the last survey that SWS conducted using the traditional face-to-face area-based, household-based interviews. So there we saw that when we look at economic class, among class ABC or the well-off group, they have higher proportions of college graduates compared to the MASA or the destitute class E. So from that pattern alone, we kind of decided that the best way to determine socioeconomic class using phone interviews would be educational attainment. From that uh, data, we also saw that across all classes, the biggest proportion for all those groups are the junior high school graduates. So that's the new MASA. So now we know who the MASA is, pre- and mid-pandemic. Here's Joza. At least for me, I think, ang dali for us to assume kung ano yung iniisip ng masa, kung sino yung masa. And then it leads to parang different assumptions na, na hindi naman na necessarily totoo for them. So we want to understand the masses more. And so in the course of your work, Wati, through Thinkscape, bakit importante yung research when it comes to comms? Kasi di ba, you have the, your comms, right? Your comms people or your brand people. And sometimes, yung background nila iba to sa background ng masa or yung mga tanggo silang kausapin. So, we're the people who bridge the gap. So, we, kumbaga, we bring to you what the masa people think and feel and hopefully maintindihan nyo rin para yung communications na gagawin nyo, eh, maiintindin rin nila. So what does the mass market think and feel? Here's Leo. We regularly ask how much attention people give to a list of events or issues. For example, um, just this uh, December 2019, we tested around 13 news events. And we noticed, and it's also based on survey history, that the masa they don't pay as much attention compared to the upper class on issues overseas. Maybe with that exception of, of Donald Trump because U.S. has always been close to the hearts of the Philippines. They're more interested in local politics. They're more concerned about the SK elections compared to the upper classes. The upper classes would have more attention on the senators, for example. Anything that's of a nationwide scope. But not the masses. They look at their mayors. They look at their barangay captains. The reason why some opinions about the drug war. There's a very big support for, for example, the, the campaign against illegal drugs as a whole. The tokhangs, when they happen in a certain area, they're not identified as actions of the local officials. So only the police is visible. But the intention to have a drug-free society, of course, is, is uh, something that's favorable for the general Filipinos. But then the apprehension comes in when we are now talking about 
nanlaban. We're not, we're talking about um, mistaken identities. Kung mas may pakialamang masa sa local issues, then what are the national ones that they care about? A national issue becomes something of importance to the masa when it involves a natural calamity, a disaster, or a disease. We tested the uh, question about the reemergence of polio in the Philippines. What else? The health of the president. But it's not politics anymore because when you're talking about the president, he's the highest uh, figure that uh, we have. His health, the way he disrespects international organizations, the way he would speak, the way he would act in front of, in the presence of women, for example, or even married women. Do they look at yung examples mo kasi is parang personal attributes or conduct rather than policy? Do they care at all about policy? Yes, they do. What I mentioned about the uh, campaign against illegal drugs, we've been monitoring that for a long time and that's where we found that there is, across all all economic classes, there is a general support but apprehensions on the methods it's being conducted. Now, it does not automatically reflect on how they view the president. The president still enjoys a honeymoon as of uh, December 2019. But we attribute it not because of economic classes. We attribute it because of the geographical support. Mindanao, next to Luzon, has the biggest adult population, the voting population. So very big in Mindanao. Pero curious ako actually, nung sinabi mo na when the people parang are interested in national issues um, or na-mention mo kanina when the president parang merong mga attacks on like international organizations or say mga misogynistic na mga balita regarding the president do the masses see yung mga ganong klaseng balita as something that they should be concerned about or is it like parang form of entertainment for them? There's no connection with how they view the president's personal actions with how he performs as the president of the Philippines. For example, many people, including the masses, say that what he did with, in Korea with the married woman is, is a vulgar thing. But if we look at how this group calling it vulgar and this group calling it not vulgar, how they view the president, it's still, you know, they're both positive when it comes to how satisfied they are with the performance of President Duterte as president. But we do know that a big factor for the people's very positive evaluation of him as a president has to do with how the people feel about themselves. So there's the gainer, the feeling of being a gainer, and also optimism that I will be better in the next uh, 12 months. Let's pause for a bit and define what gainers and losers are. To figure out respondents' well-being, the SWS asks them whether they are better or worse off now compared to a year ago. Ano yung mga factors na, na nakikita nilang bumuti sa buhay nila? The number one determinant for, for feeling good about yourself is really to bring down prices of basic commodities, inflation. Another question is about the optimist-pessimist. Here we ask, looking at your quality of life, now to 12 months ahead, would you say that you will be better, will be the same, or will be worse off? And traditionally, we get a lot of optimists. So the same respondent who says, I'm worse off now compared to a year ago. Mahirap ang buhay. Hindi kami kumita, things like that. But 
I believe we will be better in the coming year. SWS also looks at two more things to gauge well-being, self-rated poverty, which asks the head of the household how he or she would describe his or her family. Mahirap ba o hindi mahirap? There's also hunger. Those four quality of life indicators that SWS uses, and those four indicators recently have been performing very well. Remember, this was before the COVID crisis hit. Here's Oya. Their good well-being translates into their perception of government performance and more specifically the president's performance. Yes, but we have seen before how events can affect a president's performance. Let me share you what happened to President Ramos. He had a double whammy. First, the rice crisis and then the floor contemplation execution in Singapore. It was so bad that the word plummet that really applies to what happened to him. So if a leader cannot be fully protected or it cannot guarantee his continued good ratings if events like the floor contemplation, it affected people's emotions, the rice crisis, it affected the people's stomach. It's the same thing with the Mama Sapano. But there's no saying what, what the tipping point is. But we are sure from survey history that if any of those well-being indicators are performing poorly, you can be sure that anything can happen, just like what happened to ERAP. It's just about same number of losers, just barely outnumbering the gainers. And then suddenly, the unopened envelope came about. So it was so easy for the discontented public to just join the rally. We've touched on how the mass market views current affairs, including politics. Now let's look at their concerns and aspirations. Here's Wati with Oya and Joza. They really don't aspire to be rich, as in rich-rich. Gusto nila komportable. Ang thinking nila kasi doon, kapag masyado ka mayaman, or kapag mayaman ka, marami rin naman problema. So for them, basta komportable, nakakain tatlong beses sa isang araw, may baon yung mga anak ko, meron tayong kakainin bukas, may pambayad kapag merong nagkasakit, okay na. That's really interesting kasi madaming mga let's say in the, in advertising and when when we do marketing ganyan ang dami mong makikita na yung tawag na aspirational na mga materials and ads that yung parang portray really luxurious lives andiyan yung aspirational yes ang ganda niyan gusto ko niyan but at the end of the day alam kong hindi ko makukuha yan so uunahin ko muna yung pagkain unahin ko muna yung tuition unahin ko muna yung uniform na anak ko So going into that territory, curious lang talaga ako to learn kung ano yung mga specific na naririnig mong aspirations from the masses. Mainly, it's to be able to provide for their family, makakain ng tatlong beses. Sama mo ni Marienda dyan. Tapos, ma- makapagbigay ng baon, may pagkain para bukas. Yung, alam mo yung hindi mo na iisipin na, Anong kaka- meron ba kaming pera para bukas? Kasi alam mong meron kang panggastos. So at the assured ka, you get to eat three times a day. May pambayad ka sa school. Kung tatanin mo na naman yung mga, let's say, millennials or yung mga Gen Z na masa, they also aspire for travel. Kasi nakikita rin nila sa social media. Now that we know their aspirations, 
Let's look at the masses' attitudes towards social change. Here's Oya and Leo. How do they perceive their ability, in whatever way, to make change or contribute to reforms? We have majority saying that a person like me can do something to fight corruption in the government. It's the same feeling of optimism that they can do something when we ask about political efficacy. The question goes, for a person like myself, what I do will not matter. The government will not listen to me. And we have a majority disagreeing with that statement, meaning they believe government will listen. There's no feeling of helplessness there. So there's no shortage in terms of hope or, or optimism that one can be heard by the government. But we would like to know more about what concrete steps they want to do. We have a special project with Oceana asking about how far will you go to protect the environment. There are several steps like donate, go out and clean. There's no shortage in terms of people saying they will do all these things, the concrete steps. It's only when actions that involve monetary matters like donation, that's the time when we see that the responses are slightly lower among the masses. Oya also asked Wati about this. Okay, since this show is also about social change, I wanted to ask, in terms of the mass market, what's their attitude towards social problems and their propensity towards action to change society? Pagdating sa classes, I don't see or I don't think may difference. It's more of, I guess, generation. Kasi pagdating sa mga social issues, may boses na yung kabataan. Mas nagsasabi na sila on social media. Since marami na silang nakikita ngayong information, mas willing sila mag-share ng thoughts nila and opinion about issues. Without making that jump towards action, what is their propensity to actually act on issues? Tumugmayan dun sa sinabi ng isang mentor ko na since you have social media, galit ka sa gobyerno, galit ka sa isang tao, labas mo yan sa social media. After that, tapos na. Move on ka na. So enough na, they won't do it in the... They won't do it in the real world. Unless, unless, merong isang tao na mag-instigate ng movement. So, dapat may mauna, may mag-show mag- ng way. Yes. I would think, from our earlier discussion, it will have to be, parang kailangan mong timplehin din. Kasi kung sobrang dalas naman nakikita niya naglarali, sabi naman niya, galit-galit lang yung mga yan, wala naman nangyayari. Kasi iba yung everyday ka lang yung nega, nega, nega. Yung naririnig mo on TV, etc. Pero kung let's say, rally yan, makabuluhan, tugma sa belief ko, I will join. Okay, it has to be tugma sa belief ko. Yes. Now the puzzle is, how do those people na nagrarally convince those na hindi pa tugma ang beliefs to join? Alam mo, dati iniisip ko, kapag kinausap mo yung tao, mako-convert siya eh. Pero kasi, kailangan niyang makita kung bakit ako maniniwala sa'yo. Kailangan niyang sagutin, bakit siya masama para sa'kin? Kasi sa ngayon, wala naman akong nararamdaman eh, di ba? So bakit ako magagalit? That's one. Two, kung totoo yung sinasabi nyo na side A is bad, ano ang maganda sa inyo? Why should I choose your side? Three, kung maganda yan, and if, if I choose your side, ano mang, ngayon na magiging epekto sa akin? 
<laughs> okay, we've been talking about trying to understand the masa, no, so that we can communicate to them how do we relay our messages, maganyan. But let's flip it. How do they get themselves heard? What have they tried before? Has it worked? May mga channels. You have your social media. You have your... Yung tumatawag yung mga tao. Maraming gumagawa, no, di ba? Pupunta sila sa barangay para magsabi ng mga dinain nila. Pero that's basically it. Naalala ko dati na nagkukwentuhan tayo about... Actually, parang wag, mong, wag nating i-underestimate yung kagustuhan ng mga tao na marinig sila. Sobrang tumatak sa isip ko yun kasi nga, actually, minsan iniisip natin dahil masa, parang statistics lang sila, numbers sa mga mata natin. Pero sa totoo lang, yung, yung aspirations nila, yung concerns nila, very clear kung saan nila gustong dalhin yung buhay nila, ano yung gusto nila from a lot of people. Minsan tayo lang mismo, hindi tayo nakikinig talaga sa kanila. Gusto lang marinig sila, pero kung ang kausap nila ay sasabihin sa kanila na, oh, sige, okay na yan, tama na yan, saan pa sila pupunta? So, there has to be someone who will really listen to them. And usually, nakikita nila to sa, yan, kay Joel Reyes, kay Latulfo, diba? Kasi ikaw, pwede kang lumapit nun, kakausapin ka nila. Kasi nga minsan, akala natin, napapakinggan na natin sila, pero hindi pa pala enough yung channels and opportunities na binibigay natin for them to be able to share their problems or their insights. It's partly why we're doing this episode also, because we sort of believe that yung, if, if we're going to affect talagang meaningful social change, nasa kamay ng masa yan, kasi sila yung marami, sila yung pinakamalaking effect sa kanila, mga ganyan. Pero if they're only effective in small circles, ewan ko, baka pinipilit ko rin ano, na magkaroon ng paraan, pero paano mo yun, paano siya magkakaroon ng parang bigger impact in the, in out, even outside their communities? Para medyo, kurari, if, if kung policy, let's say, national level yung, yung, yung solution para sa problema nila sa community, hindi sila naririnig sa national level eh. I think kailangan silang bigyan ng paraan. Give them the tools to be heard or to do something. Kasi pa, may, may, meron rin yung ano eh, um, pag-iisip na, magsasaka lang naman ako eh. Anong, anong magagawa ko? Hindi nga ako nakatapos ng, ng pag-aaral. Anong magagawa ko? May makikinig ba sa akin? Eh di dyan na lang kay boss. At least siya. May makikinig pa sa kanya. May thinking na ganun eh. Ano magagawa ko? Maliit lang naman akong tao. So, kailangan tanggalin yung isipan na yon na maliit kang tao, wala kang magagawa. Ako gusto ko yung sinasabi ni Wati kanina na halimbawa, doon na lang siya sa say, boss niya. Papakinggan siya, tapos makikinig Sip. sa kanya. Gagawa ng paraan. Kasi minsan yan yung nagkukulang sa atin ng mga advocates and communicators. Oo, nakikinig tayo, pero walang aksyon na kasunod. Kasi ang hirap kapag like, I'm guessing kung masa ka, diba, na salita ka lang ng salita, sinasabi nila pinapakinggan ka nila, pero wala namang nagbabago dun sa, dun sa hinihingi mo or dun sa mga daing mo. True, and then the other side of it also is, na naisip ko naman, is that there are also some people who are very, very well-meaning and who really want to solve the problems, you know, advocating poverty, etc., etc., mga development people. Pero actually, hindi naman talaga nakakakausap ng totoong mga masa. May problema talaga ang representation eh. You need to present yourself. 
Yeah. Mahirap pag ibang tao yung on behalf of you yung nagsasalita kung ano yung problema mo. Kailangan ikaw mismo kasi mm-hmm. hindi naman talaga niya gets eh. Mm-hmm. Tsaka yung, yung um, sa mga research na ginagawa ko, when, whenever we, uh, I do focus group discussions, lalo kapag political or social development, andyan yung pagkatapos ng usapan, sasabihin ng mga tao na nakausap mo, aabot ba yan? Sana hindi sila magsawa kasi sometimes nakakailang beses na rin I would think na umasa sila na may mangyayari tapos yung wala. Alam mo, after a while, wala ang mangyayari dyan. Bakit pa? Which is, yun yung nakikita natin kapag may election, di ba? Gumagawa tayong research. They want, all, kumbaga, it's the same old issues. They want someone new. But at the end of the day, yung mga nanalo, sila pa rin. Bakit? Kasi at the end of the day, one, may, isi- may iniisip sila na may magbabago ba. Pangalawa, doon na lang ako doon sa nakilala ko na. Kung, kung walang nagbago, at least status ko. Walang nawala sa akin. And that was the second of three episodes of Give a Hoot that we'll be dedicating to the masa. We learned who the mass market is, what their aspirations and attitudes are, and what is missing in how we talk and listen to them. Next, you'll be hearing about how they consume media. Who do they trust? And what do they think about the ABS-CBN shutdown? Did it affect them at all? Thanks again to our guests, Leo La Rosa and Wati Doctor, and to the people who made this possible, specifically from our podcast, The Spark Project, and our backers. Shout out to our producers, Trisha Aquino and Yosa Quinones, and Mark Casillian, our sound guy, and our audio editor, Nico Bolante. I'm Oya. I'm Jaza. And I'm Mika. And look for WiseAll.ph on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Medium. You can visit our website, WiseAll.ph, and we'd love to hear from you. Send your feedback to hoot at WiseAll.ph. Use your voice. Give a hoot. 